Hey everyone, thanks for listening to SwiftCast. If you're a fan of Taylor, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on iTunes or your podcast app, and it will automatically download our episodes for you each week. We have a lot of exciting episodes and guests as Reputation rolls out, so you'll only be doing yourself a favor by subscribing. Also, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr, at SwiftCast13, or you can find all of our episodes and social media at our website, SwiftCast13.com. Enjoy the show! Hey everyone, welcome to episode 232 of SwiftCast. This is Steph, Ashley, and Adam. And it's crazy to finally be saying this, but this is likely our final episode before Reputation is actually released. I can't believe it's here. Yeah, it, it feels like we've been waiting forever, and at the same time it feels like the time went really quickly, and here we are recording on november 5th and the album comes out in days so we are just very excited we still have no idea really what to expect we have four out of 15 songs but we really need to hear the whole thing i just can't wait to hear the whole thing and i know that's all i'll be doing on friday and it seems like it's been such a short amount of time since, wasn't it back in August when Taylor blacked out all of her social media and then we started getting those snake clues which led up to the release of Look What You Made Me Do? Yeah, I feel like the time went quickly but slowly. That probably sounds funny, but it we've been waiting for this for so long. Over three years since Taylor has released an album and we're finally here so it's been a really long wait, but it will be worth it, I'm sure. And as I mentioned, we're recording on November 5th. We expect there to be a lot of Taylor news going on this week. We're even thinking that she'll announce the track list at some point this week. So we'll keep you all up to date on that on our next episode. But for now, for this episode, we want to cover what Taylor just released, which is Call It What You Want, which is amazing and is getting rave reviews everywhere. So stay tuned for our main discussion because that's what we'll be covering. For now, though, we also, along with our excitement for the album release, we're also really, really excited about a giveaway that we're doing. And Ashley has an update on our giveaway. So we are on our Twitter giving away 10 prizes. We're giving away five of the special Target Reputation magazines, and we're giving away five of the physical Reputation albums. And we've been running the giveaway for about a week. And what you have to do to enter is go to our Twitter, SwiftCast13, and look at the pinned tweet at the top of our page that has all the instructions. Basically, it'll tell you to go over to iTunes and leave us a review and a rating, and then come back and reply that you completed those steps, and that enters you into the giveaway. And we're choosing a whole bunch of winners from now through November 10th. Yes, you definitely want to try to get your hands on our prizes for the giveaway, because the Target versions are two different magazines that are going to be available. 
Yes, and so even if you already bought a magazine, you should still enter because if you win, you have your choice of prizes and you could choose the other magazine, which has a different cover, or you could choose the physical album. And we wanted to congratulate our first two winners of the giveaway, both from Twitter. We have State of Slayler and we have Blank Space 2489. So congratulations to both of those listeners and keep entering and keep watching our Twitter because we're going to be choosing eight more winners over the next week. Yeah, we're really excited about this contest. And we've mentioned before, we really just want to help Taylor get the most first week sales as possible and to give away prizes to our listeners just makes it that much better. And yeah, I think that's even more of a reason to buy both of the magazines if you haven't, because it will still count towards more album sales. Right. And last week we talked about how even the regular albums have different posters in each album. So you should try to collect all of them if you can and just buy as many albums as you can during that first week. Well, moving on to our news, our first piece of news is actually related to the Target edition of the Reputation album. Yes, there is a commercial that was just posted yesterday that shows basically the making of the magazines, and it was cool to see a little bit of the behind the scenes and just how much fun Taylor had creating them. Yeah, did you see some of the Polaroid captions? Yeah, I was wondering if those are lyrics or just messages. I wasn't sure. The one is dated November 19th of 2016, and it says, How would you feel having a song written about you? And it's Taylor there with this gorgeous guitar. It's blue and looks like it has yellow flowers on it. And then the second one says, Yeah, we were dancing like it was the first time. So it sounds like both of those could be lyrics. It's interesting that she's still using the Polaroid style. I thought so too, yeah. Because I know that she always had a lot of Polaroids hanging around her various houses, so maybe she's kept that theme. Yeah, I kind of hope so, because the Polaroid theme is just always reminds me of Taylor. So it's nice that it still has somewhat of a place for the Reputation era. And in addition to the Polaroids, there's all kinds of videos in this little commercial of Taylor painting and other photos from the photo shoot that she was doing. So it looks like it's going to be just an awesome, really big magazine full of all kinds of different things. Yeah, and you can see some of these pages have Taylor's handwritten lyrics on them. There's a page for Ready For It, and Taylor wrote on the side, written by Taylor Swift, a.k.a. Niall Soborg. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that page also has another Polaroid dated December 29th of 2016. But Taylor's just making a kissy face to the camera. It just says XXX at the bottom. And it, what I also really liked about this video was it showed her lining up all these different photos. And the, the outfits are just awesome. There's one, she's in this gorgeous rainbow outfit and then there's another one that looks like it's from look what you made me do where she has the necklaces on from when she's in the bathtub so i'm excited to see the whole package 
Each magazine is 72 pages, so right there is 144 total pages. That's a lot. Well, a cool anniversary happened a couple of days ago, and it fits Taylor perfectly because it is a 13-year anniversary. On November 4th, 2004, 13 years ago, was the day that Scott Borchetta first watched Taylor perform at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville. Yeah, that was really cool. The Bluebird Cafe tweeted a photo of Taylor there singing. You know, I'm honestly surprised that in, in all the years since, she has never gone back there even for like a secret show or a promotional show or a video or just anything. Yeah, that's a good point. Because a lot of big artists will do little events there for fans every so often, and I feel like she needs to get back there one day. That would be amazing. And she's still at least writing songs for country artists, so she's still connected there. And if she ever did decide to go back and do a country album, that would be perfect time, too. Well, our next piece of news relates to our main discussion, which is Call It What You Want. And as we mentioned, the song was released very, very early Friday morning. It reached number one on the iTunes chart in the United States within hours. And for me personally, I woke up and saw it was number one. So I think that this Friday, when Reputation is released, it will be the glorious photo on iTunes where you just see Taylor in every slot, (laughs) one through 10 and beyond. So that will be really exciting to see again. And our final piece of news is about pre-orders for Reputation, which I think we are all very excited to hear that it has sold in pre-orders so far over 400,000 copies. And that number is even more amazing because 1989 only had about 200,000 pre-orders. So I'm not saying this album is going to sell over 2 million copies, but... That number is fantastic, and I think that the sales numbers expectations are going to be jumping higher and higher as we get closer to November 10th. Yeah, it does seem likely that Taylor will easily sell over a million copies in the first week. That's always the goal. The ultimate goal is always to exceed the previous album, but if she sells another million in the first week, that means... Since Speak Now, every single album, Speak Now, Red, 1989, Reputation, will have sold over a million copies in the first week, which has never been done. It would just be huge for Taylor. And Target has reported that Reputation is its biggest music presale of all time. And I think that's remarkable because if you think back to 1989, Target had the deluxe edition And there were all the different sets of Polaroids that people wanted to collect. Whereas now we just have two versions of magazines. So I think it's really impressive. And I'm sure everybody wants both versions of the magazines, which is helpful. And for our upcoming calendar on Wednesday, November 8th is going to be the CMA Awards. And Better Man is up for Song of the Year and Music Video of the Year. And we don't know if Taylor will attend, but I think we all hope so, because it'd be nice to see her at an award show. Do you guys think she'll go? 
I'm hoping. I really am. And even when she moved to the pop genre, she has returned to the Country Music Awards in years past when she was presented with the special award. So maybe. And we don't really know where she is right now. I don't think she's really been seen since the last secret session happened in Nashville. Right, we really don't know. And then another new item for the calendar is that November 9th is going to be a live performance during Scandal on ABC that evening. And the details of this are really vague, but it was announced along with the song Call It What You Want being announced. And there was a little teaser preview on Good Morning America on ABC. But like I said, we don't know what to expect if it's going to be like a taped live acoustic performance or some type of video or what. We'll have to wait and see. It definitely appears to be in Rhode Island. The promo shows Taylor's hands at a piano and it shows scenes from her Rhode Island house of the beach and it also shows her house. So it should be really interesting. This is going to be a new song. So even though Scandal airs at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is only about realistically probably two to three hours before the album's actually on iTunes, often, just in case anyone doesn't know, it often becomes available around 11 p.m. Eastern. That's at least been our experience with previous albums. So this will be maybe about two hours before the full album's release, but we'll end up with having five songs before the actual drop. And then to wrap up the calendar, November 10th, of course, is album release day. November 11th, Taylor will be performing on Saturday Night Live. November 12th is the Europe MTV Awards, which Taylor has six nominations for. And then for the performances on December 1st, Jingle Ball in LA. December 2nd, Poptopia in San Jose. December 7th, Jingle Bash in Chicago, and December 8th, Jingle Ball in New York City. Even though these are all short performances, it's exciting that we're going to see her back on stage soon. Really exciting. I can't wait to see what she does. And isn't it funny how, I mean, if you think back to 1989, from the time it was announced to the time the album came out, we had seen so many performances of Shake It Off that it probably had gotten old already by then. And we still have not seen Look What You Made Me Do once. Not once, right? And it's such a different kind of song that I can barely even picture what the performance will look like. Yeah, it will be really interesting to see how she does it. But right, by the time Jingle Ball came about in 2014, Taylor had performed Shake It Off on the VMAs, on Jimmy Kimmel, Good Morning America, so many times. So yeah, that will be really interesting. For Saturday Night Live, I'm predicting that she'll perform Look What You Made Me Do and Ready For It. I don't know about you guys. I agree. Yeah, we talked about this a little before. I actually think she might kind of go off left field here and do Ready For It and some other new song. We were talking about how in 2009, for Saturday Night Live, Taylor performed Untouchable and That was a song I think no one expected her to perform. And I'm kind of, I just think it it might be kind of smart to perform a song people don't really know yet because Saturday Night Live has such a large audience that if people hear a song they haven't heard yet and they like it, they might buy the album. 
That's true. That's a great point. But I'll be happy with anything. I just can't wait to see what she does. And I'm still crossing my fingers that she'll end up in a skit. I saw last night Miley Cyrus was the musical guest. And Liam Hemsworth showed up in a skit yesterday. So I don't know. I'm really hoping she ends up in at least one. I could see her maybe doing one of the digital shorts that they kind of film before the show. That would be good. Because then during the show, she can just focus on the performance. Right. And that's something she could have already filmed or she could be filming this week. Well, we'll know soon enough. And we expect to have a lot more news on our next episode. For now, though, we do have some fashion news. Our first few pieces are from the making of the song Gorgeous, which we talked all about on episode 231, if you haven't heard that yet. Taylor had a lot of different outfits in the video, and one was the one-by-one gray day Tatum sweater, which is $278 and unfortunately is out of stock. That was when Taylor was sitting in the studio and she put sunglasses on. And then the second news item is the Rolling Stones Dragon Concert t-shirt. And she was wearing that when she was at the piano and the window went down and she thought it was a ghost. Unfortunately, that concert t-shirt is $175. I was surprised by that. Our other piece of fashion that we have is from the Instagram story that Taylor posted when Call It What You Want came out. And it's actually her fox slippers that she's wearing in the one clip where she's sitting down playing the guitar. And I'm pretty impressed that someone tracked down these exact fox slippers. But they are from the brand Snoozies, and they're only fourteen ninety nine. Very reasonable. Yeah, that's a great deal, and they're really cute, too. And apparently, I just checked, you can get them on Hallmark's website. So if you go to hallmark.com, they are right there. Yeah, that's awesome. And for me, anytime I see foxes, I just think of I know places. So Me too. (laughs) Foxes will just always have a special place in my heart. Well, as always, thank you to tastewithstyle.com for locating these items. We will be right back with our main discussion. Well, as we mentioned earlier, this week for our main discussion, we'll be talking all about Taylor's newest song as a promotional song for Reputation which is Call It What You Want. This song was written and produced by Taylor and Jack Antonoff, which I remember when this came out at midnight, I was desperately trying to figure out who was involved on this song. It took a while for me to figure it out, but I was really excited to hear about Jack's involvement. And Jack seems really proud of this song. He tweeted about it. He wrote, Honored to have Call It What You Want out in the world. That song means a great deal to me. Made with an MPC live kick, DX7 strings, and samples of Taylor's voice as the intro and throughout. Love making her voice into an instrument. Please listen on headphones at night on a walk. I haven't done that yet, but if Jack says it, you have to do it. (laughs) You do. And I have listened on headphones, and you can hear how much is going on with this song. And we've mentioned on previous episodes, we will be doing full discussions on every song on Reputation. So you have that to look forward to. For right now, we just want to give you our initial impressions of the song 
And to give you some additional background about it, we just want to wait to do the full analysis until we have the full album out and we can digest the full album as well. Well, in conjunction with the release of Call It What You Want, Taylor gave us a lot of visual content with it. There is a lyric video for the song, which is great, and it has Taylor's writing on it, and it also includes some photos of Taylor, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I like that she's been doing these lyric videos. There's been one for every song except for Ready For It, right? Right. Because Look What You Made Me Do originally had one before the music video came out, and then Gorgeous and Call It What You Want, both along with the song releases, had lyric videos. So Now I'm wondering why she didn't do one for Ready For It. Well, remember, it was originally released that night after it was used in promo for the college football game. So, I don't know. That's a good question, though. Right. It was released on a Sunday. So, I don't know. But I really love the lyric video for this. I like how it's so personal to Taylor. She also posted a Twitter video shortly after the song was released. It's about 46 seconds and has what looks to be just some footage of Taylor throughout the year or maybe years that she's been somewhat silent, which is really nice to see. We even saw that she had a birthday cake. If you remember for her 27th birthday, she was completely silent. We had no idea what her 27th birthday was like, but this short video includes a birthday cake that says happy birthday, Taylor. Yeah, when I saw that, I was just thinking about how her last birthday came and went, and we just had no idea where she was, how she was celebrating. Right, it really was the only time we had no idea. In every other year, she even if she just had her band come over with pizza, she would post a tweet about it. And then on Friday during the day, Taylor posted an Instagram story of her playing Call It What You Want acoustically, which I think... You know, it's hard to predict with Tor what she'll do, but having this song played acoustically would definitely be amazing to hear the whole thing. Yeah, definitely. And though in the Instagram stories, she was playing it on the guitar, which I would love to see. I feel like I can totally see this being one of the piano songs on tour. Agreed. And maybe whatever song is released during Scandal this week. I think also gorgeous, just because of the fact of the making of video that we got and how she was creating it on the piano. Yeah, that would be cool, but I think she'll do an upbeat, dancey kind of version of it for tour. But what I really liked about the making of the gorgeous video was how you could see she was on guitar, then she was on piano, then she was on guitar. She is just so talented. She's able to write on anything. Well... Taylor liked a lot of posts about Call It What You Want, and we've mentioned this before, but people who are fans of Taylor are so smart and intuitive, and they just pick up on so much information that I I don't pick up on. So I love just going through Taylor's likes and reading what fans are writing. So one of the ones that I really liked was from Fearless Lindsay, who said, I love this because it just further confirms everything about Taylor's happiness and how things are so much different with this album. 
They took her crown, destroyed her castle, and muddied her reputation. And she's saying, yeah, all that happened, and it hurt, and it sucks, but I'm alright. The old tailor really is dead. And she really doesn't care about her reputation, because regardless of what people think, she's just going to live her life for what it is, and experience true love and happiness. I think that's so beautiful. Yeah, I really like that one. And I just think it's spot on. Yeah, it isn't from Tumblr, but there was a tweet that I remember seeing a day or two ago that said, everyone thought Reputation was going to be a revenge album, but these songs are showing us that happiness is actually the best revenge. Oh, I love that. So Brian Mansfield, our good friend who we've had on the show twice, posted on Tumblr and said, Given the four new songs we've heard so far, do we think we have an accurate framework of the Reputation storyline? I guess Secret Sessioners know for sure. And a user named Drunk on Jealousy replied and said, With these four songs, she started to get your feet wet. These four songs give you a glimpse into the storyline, but I would equate it to being blindfolded and having someone hand you an object to identify. You know the general shape and maybe texture, but you don't know its function. You don't know its true appearance. Each of these songs stand on their own, but also play a crucial role in the reputation story. You're still missing 11 pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, that was great. And Drunk on Jealousy attended a secret session, so she knows those 11 pieces. And and that's why... For me personally, I just can't wait to hear the album in its entirety, top to bottom. I think it's going to be crucial for this album. And I think that Taylor made a really great choice by saving Call It What You Want as the last official release before the album because, you know, not everybody loved Look What You Made Me Do. And I think people had some mixed opinions on the other songs, but this one just seems to be everyone who's heard it agrees that it's amazing and it's just heightened expectations so much more. Right. Not even just within the fan base, but I've seen some articles kind of with some mean headlines, but they say, I was reading one earlier today, like Taylor finally gave us a good song off reputation that's yeah that's ridiculous for them to say that but (laughs) (laughs) i think she did a great job increasing excitement yeah i think the rave reviews are fantastic and for me i like every song but if you had to pick a favorite what would you pick definitely this one how about you adam i think i would say ready for it okay well we did a poll on our twitter after this came out, and Call It What You Want won by 69%. The others barely got any votes. Wow. And it was about 700 people that voted, so I feel like it's a good representation. Yeah, and can you imagine if this song were a single? I think it would just have such an impact on the radio, and I think it would give the whole general public a different perception of Taylor, which I think would be really helpful. I actually saw somebody who went to a secret session mention that they were pretty sure this was going to be the next single. So I'm not sure if maybe Taylor confirmed that to them, but I think, like you said, it's a great, amazing choice for a single. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But I, I just think that it would have a really big impact on the radio and it would help people to see a different side of Taylor. And if you think about 1989, 
probably what wildest dreams was the slowest song that was released as a single yeah i think so and i think we always as fans want the general public to see what we see what an amazing lyricist that taylor is right and this song just showcases that and one other tumblr post that taylor liked that i like that's somewhat related to that is like any great love 13 wrote This song conveys so many emotions. The first verse is this feeling of sadness and defeat. But then she says, I'm doing better than I ever was. And it's like, joke's on you. My castle crumbled overnight, but my real castle was made of bricks that you threw at me. And all the beautiful, wonderful, supportive people in my life are in there loving and supporting me. I love that. Taylor's fans are just the best. I'm always astounded by the posts people come up with on Tumblr. So another really cool thing about this song is you can hear that Jack is included on the song in the background. Yeah, that's what I thought I heard after listening to it a couple of times. Yeah, it's definitely confirmed that they are his background vocals. And it makes sense because from everything I understand, when he works with artists, it's usually just the two of them hold up in a studio and he'll always jump in to help with any parts of the song. I would love to see more about the making of this song. We don't know exactly what we'll get with the AT&T series that will be released on November 13th. But I do really hope that we get to see the making of I Want Every Song. I know that's maybe asking for too much, but that's what I want. But It would be really cool to see this one, how it was made. I mean, honestly, I would sit and watch just hours worth of her just singing verses over and over. (laughs) Absolutely. Because with Gorgeous, we really only got the beginning of the song. And I was saying, you know, I want to hear her writing the lyric about going home alone to her cats. I think all fans would spend just an infinite number of hours watching Taylor go over lines again and again. Yeah, I absolutely can't wait for those to come out. I'm going to watch them as soon as I possibly can once they're out. Yeah, so definitely be sure to be on the lookout for that on November 13th through AT&T and DirecTV. And with the gorgeous video, she did post it on YouTube. I'm hopeful that that will happen for a lot for people who can't access it otherwise. So as we mentioned, we will be getting into much more depth with Call It What You Want after the album's out, and we'll be covering every song on the album. We can't wait. We love doing this. We were able to do it for 1989, and now we have a whole new album to discuss, which is just really exciting, and we hope everybody will go out and buy Reputation immediately, definitely within the first week. Just go to Target, go to iTunes, Amazon, anywhere, and buy the album. And so before we go, I do have to ask one question, and that is how many copies you think Reputation will sell in its first week? For a little bit of context, in its first week, Speak Now sold 1,047,000 copies, Red sold 1.21 million, and 1989 sold 1.287 million. So what are your thoughts for Reputation? 
Well, based on the number of pre-orders we talked about earlier and just the amount of buzz that is around Taylor, I'm going to go with 1.65 million. Oh, that's really high. I hope you're right. I hope so too. I'm confident. I think that since we're talking about the first week sales and since a lot of people might stream the album instead of originally going to buy it, I think it's going to get just around 1 million. Okay. Okay. It's definitely a possibility. 1989 was only three years ago, but three years in the music industry is like 30 years and things have changed so much. Though I'm going to try to be optimistic here and I'm just going to say 1.31 because, you know, it would be the highest ever and 1.3 is like 13. And if you add a one after that and flip it, it's like another 13. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's a terrible justification, but I'm going with it. So we will be keeping you up to date on everything reputation related. We just can't wait. It's so hard to believe that we're finally here the week of the release. And before you know it, we'll be talking about tour. So we hope you all are just as excited and ready for it as we are. And as always, to contact us, you can reach us at any time at SwiftCast13. We're on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also visit our website at www.swiftcast13.com. And of course, please subscribe to us on iTunes. It downloads the latest episode for you automatically. And it will also help you to enter our giveaway, which you definitely should enter very soon. Well, for now, this has been Steph. Ashley. And Adam. And we will see you soon. Thank you. Bye. See ya.